We are witnessing a Holocaust denial-like phenomenon evolving in real time as people are casting doubt on the magnitude of the atrocities that Hamas committed against our people and, in fact, recorded in order to glorify that violence. Therefore, tomorrow, the government press office will screen for foreign media gruesome and as yet unseen footage of the barbarities perpetrated against our people on October 7th. This is footage that has not been made public. It will screen a compilation of raw and unedited footage from the October 7th massacre for journalists who can stomach the horrific truth and want to report on what they saw. So that's the voice of an Israeli government spokesperson over the weekend announcing that... uh Hundreds of journalists are being shown never-before-seen raw footage, which was captured by Hamas terrorists. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people know this. They wore GoPros on their helmets uh, for their massacre. They were proud of this. They wanted it documented. It was all part of their plan. But there's been so much disinformation and outright denialism of this massacre. These pictures are now going to be shown. We're talking the carnage to women and babies and families uh, documents, manuals found on the dead terrorists that detail their massacre plans, and they won't be released publicly. Uh, Hamas will release theirs all over the Internet, but these won't be released publicly. But the idea is that reporters can then see the evidence and share what they've witnessed, and that is, in 2023, uh, where we are at when it try, you know comes down to trying to verify fake news and what is real. Lieutenant Colonel... Peter Lerner is part of the Israeli Defense Forces. He's one of the spokespeople joining us now. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Hi, Alex. Thank you. I think some people would say, well, why don't they just release the images uh, themselves? And so the idea is obviously you know, not to, to um, add to the, the information or misinformation, but I think a lot of people would say, why can't you uh, just release it for the world to see? So there are a couple of things around the release, around us showing the journalists uh, what transpired on the 7th of October. Um, A lot of people came here, a lot of the journalists parachuted into Israel without actually knowing what was actually happening and why it was happening. And so we felt the need to, after exposing so much uh, raw footage from what the Hamas terrorists themselves uh, videoed, on the body cams that they had, um, a need to show how strategic the brutality and the the mercilessness of the organization was, how structured it was, how institutionalized their operation against Israeli civilians, men, women, and children was. Um, We did not choose to go to war. Hamas chose to go to war. They opened, as they said, the gates of hell um and and so we wanted to share in a you know a brief um image of what actually happened with it wasn't it wasn't that long it was like only at 40 minutes and keeping in mind we have hundreds of hours of videos that they videoed themselves so it is a very very sad gruesome shocking image and it shocks us to our souls um to share it there are still videos and, and, and that has not been shared publicly and the, there are family members that, that still haven't seen some of it. Yeah. And there are family members that are missing that, that are, un, are unaccounted for. So we are wanted to release in order that people understand 
why the paradigm between Israel and Hamas needs to change, uh, what who are, we are up against, what is this enemy, um, so that they, when they are covering this story, they can understand the the how shocked Israeli society is and why Israeli society is demanding that the situation never ever can be um, realized again, that, that it will be prevented, that, that Hamas cannot hold Israel hostage ever again. Yeah, and, and sadly, um, we are in this age of disinformation. Um, we already knew that propaganda is a huge tool for terrorists. They're very successful at using it. People do buy it. And now we seem to be very entrenched where people either just don't want to believe it, they will not believe it because of their views of Israel, or on the other side of it, um, you know, we've just got all there's, these... There's, an, there's another component of that. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, there's a compo- component of the speed. You know, it, 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 it is so quick on social media that traditional media are trying to keep up and then they therefore they they just go with the flow with whatever narrative has been set by the magnitude of of flow of you know fake videos fake uh, 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 narratives of what is actually happening so it is is the challenge i think of our time when uh, decent people want to understand what is actually happening on the ground where do they go to how do they get their information and who is feeding them and for what interest are they feeding such vile, you know, lies and hate and and and, and so on? So we, you know, it was unedited, very very raw, hardly touched, just a compilation of compilation of what we found in their own videos or on their own dash cams, um, or on their own body cams, and it's it is a key or probably the key reason why we are now at war. And Canada on on late Saturday uh, confirmed what many of our allies had already confirmed, and that is uh, Israel did not bomb uh, the hospital. In fact, it was Hamas and it was the the, the parking lot uh, beside beside the um, hospital. How damaging has that been uh, to the trajectory and where has it taken uh, the trajectory of this? Is Has it inflamed, uh, not just we've seen the inflammation of um, protests all over the world, uh, but certainly we've seen Hezbollah becoming much more aggressive. But how did that change the trajectory? Uh, it hasn't really changed our operations. Our operations are ongoing. But of course, you know, it, it, it does increase pressure from around the world to see, hey, what's going on? And we, as a serious military, we investigate, we conduct inquiries, we gather information from different sources, or intelligence from operational data, from, from aerial footage, uh, in order to understand what's happening on the ground. But unfortunately, our enemies take full advantage of the vacuum of no information. They say hundreds of people were killed in a strike in a hospital, which later, a um, few hours later, it wasn't even that much longer, we brought forward our story and people were questioning, how can, you, how can we understand and believe what you're saying, which was really... No, this is you will believe an organization that butchers babies, and this is my, my, our problem with how with how the world media reported this issue. But when a military, a serious military, comes forward and presents a very systematic investigation of of things based on intelligence, based on operational data, and based on aerial footage, they question it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the frustration. Uh, happily, uh, we we understand that, that America and you say Canadian, French. 
anybody that has any decent military capabilities has been able to confirm what what we what we ruled on uh, on the early hours of of the morning after but the question is is that enough uh, and what is the responsible responsibility of the world media we've seen in the new york times this morning at the editor's note saying that they were too strong in their determining of what happened so yes this is the this is the day and age we 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 operate in yeah it's um i think yeah, I think though that the, the vast majority of world leaders, even if they've been saying, you know, you have to operate, and you know, but they are giving Israel the um, the support, the understanding, and I would, and obviously the compassion. You can't say, see an image of a massacred baby or a baby where who's uh, who's been cut for a, a fetus that was cut from its mother's belly mm-hmm. uh, while the mother was still alive and then shot, killed. You you cannot remain aloof to those images and 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 not feel the human compassion or the the immense distress um once you see them and therefore there is a huge amount of empathy um but sometimes it doesn't filter over beyond the leaders and and we see what's happening in the streets and 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 the demonstrations and protests and that is i think the challenge at the moment. Just before um, I lose my time with you, there are growing calls for ceasefire, including our own country. Um, allies have were quick to say that Israel had a right to defend itself, but there is, you know, a bit of a wobbly need. Uh, leaders around saying, "Well, hold on, we didn't mean it like this." So there are growing calls for ceasefire. Uh, reports that Biden wants Israel to wait. What is the IDF saying? I mean. It, Will the IDF act as it wants, or are you going to have to um, succumb or or bow to pressure around the world? Because as I understand, so, you know, the faster you go in, the better. But there is a lot of pressure growing around the world not to move. Well, I would say the the time to mobilize will be the time when it's oper- when operational terms and conditions are at its best, and that's not necessarily means the fastest or the quickest time. Uh, we need to be able to operate when the government has given a green light on one hand, but also when the terms of our operational needs are optimum uh, or optimal that in order to achieve our military goal. That I think at this time is still being uh, we're still achieving that through both the uh, recruiting, the training, the equipping, and tasking the specific forces so that they need they know what part of the puzzle to destroy Hamas they belong to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the same time, while destroying Hamas's um, operational capabilities and making them be pursued and, 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 and threatened and hunted um, is beneficial for achieving our overall operational goal of ridding this world of this terrorist organization. Uh, they can never, ever have this power of government to wield this sword of death over our heads again and that is you know it's a timely operation it won't be a quick and run uh sprint and 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 i think this is what is required from world leaders to understand and they need to rally behind this and support israel's attempt and active action to change the paradigm and get rid of hamas Uh, that is what what's required from world leaders from international humanitarian organizations everybody needs to be on the same page because brutal massacre of over 1,400 people cannot be accepted anywhere. There is no, I mean, they're holding everybody hostage. That can't be the reality. I appreciate your time. Certainly things will change quickly throughout the next uh, few days. So I do appreciate your time.
Thank you, Alex. That's uh, Lieutenant Colonel Peter Lerner, uh, one of the IDF spokespeople who uh, I, I think they work 24 hours a day at this point. But yeah, that is uh, the latest of where we stand.